uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. Security and compliance within unified communications are one of the main areas of concern for businesses. Spitch are voice solution specialists, that's easy for me to say, not, and I am joined by their regional director for the UK and Ireland, Brian Martin. Brian formerly worked within the financial service industry, so is really up to speed on all the latest compliance regulations, as well as possible security options. We discuss ways to improve security over voice communications, like voice biometric. I started by asking Brian about a piece of legislation that I'd barely heard of, called MIFID 2. Have a listen. And one of the pieces of legislation, I believe it came in January 2018, was... The, the markets in financial instruments directive or, or MIFID, MIFID two is that right? Yeah, MIFID MIFID two. Um, Catching um, it was it was um, put in in January this year, and really that the main aim of MIFID two was to restore investors' confidence um, after the two thousand and eight financial crisis, pretty much by making the markets safer, more transparent, and uh, more efficient as well. How does subscribing or complying is the word, isn't it, with, with MIFID 2, how, how is that assisted or enabled by voice solutions? Okay, well, part, part of the MIFID 2 directive, um, specifically Article 16.7, um, states that all conversations at uh, member firms must be recorded, um, telephone conversations and electronic communications um, are in scope. Um, so that really puts the onus on companies, financial in, in, um, institutions to comply with those regulations. Um, and also not only just to record conversations, but be able to provide access to those conversations as well. So for instance, um, if uh, there was a, a takeover um, and there was a um, discussion around potential insider trading on that takeover. Um, we would be able to pinpoint at every time that a certain phrase was used within the conversations within an organisation. So if someone was talking about ABC Bank or XYZ Bank, we would be able to pinpoint that using that technology as opposed to having to go through, trawl through thousands of hours of um, recorded conversations and traditionally that is what would have happened isn't it in terms of industries that are heavily regulated have often have to hold data for a certain amount of years and i'm not sure what the what the regulations is under mifid 2 now in terms of how long they have to hold data but in the past that is what you would have had to do isn't it you would have had to go through potentially thousands of hours of recording listening for anything that might affect a particular issue exactly and basically we we provide the um, ability to automatically analyze um, 100% of phone conversations and, and, and basically check on the fulfillment or not of regulatory requirements so we can keyword spot within those conversations. And how is that done? Is that through analysis and, and, and data logging of the calls and then, and then, as you say, it becomes referenceable in, in some sort of database? Yeah, it, it, exactly that. And, and I think it's important to, to point out that uh, when we undertake that analysis, it's always um, undertaken on a client's premises. So we're not um, taking the data out of the, um, client, the, the client's environment or ecosystem. And, and in terms of recording of the 
the the calls and, and and as you said it's not just calls is it now and the and the word we hear a lot and i don't know if, if you're aware you know is omni-channel communication in terms of it's, that, it's that's right yeah it's not just so voice you've got, you've, got, you've, got, text. you've got you've got chatbots now you've got chat such as um whatsapp you've also got the uh, more traditional communications methods within banks which are um, bloomberg messaging and, and reuters messaging as well so you've really got an omni-channel approach um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the technology that, that we use can go out and analyse those technologies as well. And, and there's an, I was doing some research in this pitch and there's, there's a number of different products that, that you can offer, isn't there? Not only to enable compliance with regulations like MIFID 2, but also to enhance that as well. Sure. So we've got also bi uh, voice biometrics. Um, sentiment analysis and we also have real-time reporting via dashboards and alerts. Um, in terms of voice biometrics, we can passively and um, non-intrusively verify identity in real-time, um, checking voice prints against lists of known fraudsters as well. In terms of the sentiment analysis, we can undertake real-time sentiment analysis and semantic interpretation of the call as well. So we can very much show the emotional status of the parties during the call. And, and, and I've always been interested about that. Is, is, is that mainly for, you, you know, a training and research purpose? Because I've always felt, you know, it, as, a, as a former salesperson, I used to be a salesperson doing telephone yes. calls. And I, and I thought if, if I wasn't able to pick up on the audio cues of, you know, potential someone that I was trying to sell to, then that was yeah. sort of my fault. So, so, so what's the what's the main use for that? Is it, is it a training, you know, and a retrospective? OK, so in, in terms of training, that, that allows you to sample a much greater sample set uh, without actually having to go and listen to calls. So you can analyse them. Um, electronically. Um, so essentially say, well, okay, this is our best performing salesperson. What are the words and phrases that person uses as compared to our least effective salesperson and then undertake training based on that. But you can also use the platform to direct calls to the most appropriately trained person. So bearing in mind that we can um, spot age, um, where a person's from, and also um, their emotions on, on that call. If we have someone calling in and you say at the beginning of the call, thanks very much for calling ABC Bank. Um, what's the nature of your call today? And the person starts talking. We can semantically interpret that call, put it through if it's required to the most appropriate um, agent, but not only in terms of the most appropriately skilled agent, in terms of hard skills, i.e. knowledge, but also soft skills in, say, maybe dealing with um, a 55-year-old stressed-out man, we will be flagging that up in the, the call and directing it to the person with the best empathy skills. Absolutely. And, and those sort of tools have, have been developed uh, more recently. And one thing when I, when I was looking at Spitch was, um, the, and I'm not sure whether I, I'm getting this right in terms of, you know, biometric identification and, yes. and an identify. So, so is that a secure? Is that a developed platform with voice, as you might use? I mean, yeah. obviously, it's slightly different. You know, you might use a fingerprint to unlock a phone or, or that sort of thing. Yeah. It, it is. It is totally secure um, because basically, it, it's more secure than a fingerprint. The voice track, your vocal tract, has 
um, about 300 identifiable characteristics which we can measure. So if you measure each characteristic on a scale of um, 0 to 10, you have 300 to the power of 10 in terms of uniqueness um, per biometric. So, so I've always thought that, and I'm sure you will quash this immediately, that a really good, right, John Coleshaw impression, you know, would, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't get through a, a voice system. Um, yeah, they 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 get nowhere near a good voice system. Um, e even um, people with with colds or or change, changes to the to to their voice, that you know that that would also um, be picked up. And it's it's really interesting talking to you know an expert like yourself who knows about voice and the and the importance of it within industry, especially as we we're talking about particular markets like like financial services where you need to be compliant. What do you see as the most interesting growth areas with, within how the technology is developed and how, and how that might change the landscape going forward? I, I think in terms of changing the landscape going forward, and there's a there's a big um, piece that can be that can be pulled together here as a financial services marketplace want to work together is the reduction in fraud via the voice channel. So, you know, we can we can biometrically measure um, known fraudsters. If the um, financial services marketplace wanted to um, basically open up their known fraudsters lists biometrically, uh, that, would, that would drastically reduce um, fraudsters' ability to use the voice channel because you know, today they're attacking ABC Bank. Tomorrow they're attacking One Two Three Bank. Um, if ABC and One Two Three shared those biometric um, voice prints, that they, they wouldn't get through in either cases. So, and that's a really interesting, you know, wider criminality point, I suppose, isn't it? At the moment, criminal databases and Interpol probably hold the biometrics in terms of. DNA and, and fingerprints, but do, but do they hold a voice sample at the moment? And is something is that something that in the future, you know, they might well, you know, consider holding for for a more general usage? I, I think that that's something that they could be looking at at the moment. But you know, I would be really interested to speak to some representatives within the UK banking industry to build out that database of known fraudsters um, in 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 the UK that they can then share amongst themselves, and we can facilitate that very easily. Yeah, fascinating. Oh, well, Brian, it's been absolutely lovely chatting to you. Thanks so much for coming on. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Massive thanks to Brian for coming on to chat with me on the podcast. Really fascinating that in the future your voice might be recorded as well as your fingerprints and DNA if you commit a crime. I suppose anything that could prevent fraud is a good idea potentially. Some might even say that my voice has been a crime against podcasts, but that's a whole other story. But thanks anyway to Brian again for coming on to the podcast. If you want to know more about security and compliance within UCNC, go onto our website at uctoday.com and search for security. Thanks for listening.